0: February 21st, 2001, one day at Dharma Talk, we've been studying the Binduwa. Listen to this talk. Cosmic perfection. <laughs> <laughs> Universal <laughs> absolute harmony in Aum, right? Aum Svaha. So Om swa, Swaha is uh, um, most literally means uh, so be it. But um, uh, I know that someone I think Nhat Hanh translated it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Gate gate Parasam, Gatte, bodhi hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds different. Huh? Sounds different. Yeah, yeah, but there is that feeling. There should be a feeling of joyousness. We so we say Om swaha. So there's there's a joy, and but also a feeling of completion. That uh, this is just this. This is the way. This is it. And it's totally um, uh, accepted. This moment. I totally accept everything. Um, why not? <laughs> why not accept reality? <laughs> it's so hard to do, though, right? This moment, and then what kind of All right. Still, I'm, I'm still, I'm, I'm still regretting something that happened before. I wish this didn't happen the way it is, I want something more right now. I feel restless, I feel whatever. It's so hard to just accept this moment. Because to accept this moment is to accept all of the karma and all of the entire evolution of this particular cosmos right from the big bang to the present moment and not only that but it's accepting all the, the the momentum the karmic tendencies that are already imbued in this moment and the velocity of all those karmic tendencies that have to play themselves out that's a lot to accept so even if you are Totally enlightened. The at this moment, you suddenly realize, huh. Everything is true. All the dharma that I've ever ever been taught is realized right now. I am completely awakened with all beings. Pooh? She's been talking more lately. She's pretty old. She's fourteen years old. And I think she's a little crotchety. But uh, very dear. (laughs) Anyway, um... So say, you know, you're, uh... It's like you're you're riding a motorcycle, right? and you're driving along at 75 miles an hour and at that moment suddenly you realize perfect serenity. But you're still going along at 75 miles an hour and there's a bump in the road. You either hit it or you have to do something to swerve but you may lose control and go off into the ditch. Very simple example. You're going along at 75 miles an hour and you realize uh, that the person you married is much more difficult than you thought. (laughs) So you may have a, a realization of perfect serenity, but you still have to deal with that decision and the person. And all of the difficulty that is in that, that, that the kind consequences of that. Um, you know, and if she's if she's pregnant, if I'm a man, she's pregnant, then I, then the child, and so forth. You know, what what all happens here? This all is accepted when you accept everything up to this moment. You're accepting the volition. So, our practice, though, is to drop off body and mind. Our practice is to, as soon as we realize it, stop creating karma. Stop creating more negative negativity. Stop creating more trouble. Stop creating more suffering. As soon as we realize, oh, this creates suffering, we stop. There are lots of ways in which we don't understand that we're creating suffering it takes very refined attention and uh and deep insight to realize moment by moment how we create more suffering but as we sit and refine this practice you begin to notice that when you have that thought that I'm deeply hurt because somebody, someone else um, you know, told me that I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I thought I was doing what I was supposed to do, but they told me that I didn't do what I'm supposed to do. And now I feel like they don't understand me. They didn't understand that I was actually trying, I actually was doing what I was, supposed to Maybe I wasn't doing this, but you know, pretty soon you get involved in this whole thing, right? So how do you see that clearly? How do you take care of that without creating more suffering? For yourself, or for the other person? Um, we stop. Take a deep breath. Turn to the breath. See what it is. Sometimes there's no time. <laughs> it seems like there's no time because our head's are already full of opinions and ideas, and trying to protect my, trying to protect myself from the feelings that I that I have. So. Releasing body and mind at that time is—it uh, becomes a kind of an abstraction. i, I, I can't do it. Right? We think I can't do it. Who can do it? We say that you really can't even do it. You can't sit zazen. The one who sits zazen is the one that's left after you stop doing everything <laughs> that you do. Right? <laughs> So this is our, our practice, and uh, the bell just rang, and I'll stop talking. There were a few more leaks I was going to get into discussing, but will save that for another time. beginning of this talk I was thinking I'm too sleepy to give a talk. <laughs> Thanks for helping me wake up. So now we will do... Uh, I was thinking I was too sleepy to listen to <laughs> but Then I woke up at the <laughs> end. Because you actually read my Friday afternoon. <laughs> that last part was my Friday. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you for listening. So we'll do a, a little more qin Hin and another period of zazen, and finish out our one day of practice here. Can you face out in the last period? Yes, less. We'll have two bells for two.